Okay, so listen to this. What? Right? We're gonna need some therapy. I'm Kim. And I'm Amanda. Thanks for tuning in to the Horrifics podcast where it's always Halloween. Here we discuss the creepy, weird, and paranormal. Okay. Let's go! Let's go! Hi, welcome back to welcome. what's today. Welcome back to the fourth episode? Uh, thir- third? No, fourth. Third. Death fourth. Third. Fourth. Three. Three. Yes. Is not this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, I'm gonna prove it. I'm gonna prove it. I'm gonna say one thing and then you're gonna realize I'm right. Okay, what? Girl in the third episode. Shit. Yeah. Oh, I was apparently pretty drunk for that. One. <laughs> I'm gonna blame it on my birthday party. I just forgot everything after that. Your birthday party was deaf before that. I mean, after that. Yeah, that was before your birthday party. Yeah, exactly. So after you... I got super fucked up on my birthday party, I forgot everything prior to it. Everything. I mean, yeah. Do you remember we for- me? <laughs> yeah, I remember you. Okay. Everything, not everyone. Sure. Sure, let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. Actually, amnesia is interesting because it kind of segues into our topics today. It does? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, let's go with that. Because <laughs> amnesia is kind of related to a condition a medical condition, a right? A medical condition. Okay, that's a big stretch. Wait, that would be really fucking terrifying to have in real life. It would, yeah. Yeah, it would. And there's actually, there's a movie on Netflix with Brenda's song in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, London Tipton. The <laughs> London Tipton. She was in a movie on Netflix called Secret Obsession, and it was basically about a woman who has amnesia. amnesia. Because she was in an accident, and this man shows up claiming to be her husband. Oh, fuck. Yes. That would suck. Yes. You know what would suck even more than forgetting your husband? What? If you weren't actually married. <laughs> and somebody was trying to convince you that they were your husband. That Is that what happened? might be the plot of the movie. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm good at this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, the hella sucks. You know yeah. what? Sorry. It's okay. I had to stretch my leg. You're saying? Um, I think I might have seen like previews for that at some point, maybe. Yeah, I, I watched it. It was there was definitely a um like you kind of saw it coming, but there was a little bit of a um like an unexpected twist. Twist? Could you call it a twist? Kind of a twist. Meh, I don't know if you call it a twist, but... I don't know what else you would call it. I don't know. There's other movies, too. I, I heard about this. Um, There's a Korean movie kind of like that, too. About a woman who has amnesia, but she thinks she's seeing, like, an abused child in her apartment. and So she's seeing, like, delusions? Kind of, but they're related to her memory. But she doesn't oh, know that they're related okay, okay. to her memory because she's got amnesia. So she thinks she's seeing things. Mm-hmm. Got it. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, amnesia is 
another one of those real life conditions that I don't think I would want to have because I feel like my life could very easily become a freaking nightmare at that point. If you can't remember something and somebody just shows up claiming to mm-hmm. know all these things about your life and then you just have to like blindly trust them. Imagine like like getting old like it's way more common than amnesia. Dementia. Dementia, yeah. Yes. Dementia is another forgetting one. forgetting everything. There's been a couple of horror movies, too, about... Dementia? Dementia, yeah. There was, um... There was someone with that really old lady in it. I think I know what you're talking, you know what I'm about? talking about. I think so. Yeah, it had, like, a really... It had, like, an elderly woman in it who had dementia. And it was super creepy. That's so vague, but I don't know how I know what you're talking about. Because but... it's... Because we probably watched it together. Probably. Probably. Anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> Moving on. So, yeah, that kind of segues into our, our topic. Well, one of our topics. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about what we're drinking real quick. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, Mike's Hard Lemonade. Okay. And mine is Black Cherry Lemonade flavored. And mine is Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade. And nobody awkwardly paused after saying Mike's hard this time. Thanks yeah. for bringing that up. Yeah, well. <laughs> you did it first. <laughs> <laughs> and mine um, is the strawberry lemonade 5% alcohol content 12 fluid ounce can. They make bigger ones too. Yeah, we didn't have the money for that. We got the party pack. I know. Do they not come in bigger cans in the party pack? I don't think so. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> These are good. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Hmm. A sponsorship from Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh my gosh. We've spent so much money on these I know, drinks. right? <laughs> anyway. Um, so that brings us to today, Junior. Today's topic, which is basically when horror meets real life and becomes a thing <laughs> and we're gonna talk about the nightmare on elm street and the real life medical condition that inspired it yeah. which was what is it you said there were like a few names for it there's a couple names for it um one of them is sudden unexpected unexpected death syndrome death syndrome suds suds Suds. There's another one that was sudden unexpected nocturnal death syndrome, which is basically suds but with an N in it. Suds. <laughs> Why the N was there, I don't know. It was unnecessary. Before that, though, it was called. So it was actually. It was also called Asian death syndrome as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that was because it <clears throat> was pretty much isolated or recognized in people of Southeast Asian descent and it was inspired by real deaths that occurred in about 18 different uh you have to say this for me I always say it wrong Laotian 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 immigrants who all just suddenly just died in their sleep some of them even cried out in their sleep before they died Yeah, yeah that would give me nightmares yeah that would yeah that's scary. Imagine like living with somebody and then like hearing them scream out in their sleep and then just dying. Right? Yeah, that does sound like a freaking real life nightmare. 
Yeah, like I can see why it would why it would inspire the movie. Yeah. It also is believed that this is the reason why um sleep demons are so prevalent in Asian cultures. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What's crazy though is that actually none of the people who died in their sleep really technically died from their nightmares. People thought it was because they died from fear. Like they had like heart attacks because they were so afraid of what was going on in their dreams. But in reality, it had to do with um, their hearts. Some some people were found to have enlarged hearts. There was a mutation in their genes that caused some heart defects. And it affected mostly people of Southeast Asian descent because of the mutation that was found prevalent in their genes. Huh. Science. That's just a dumbed-down version of it. But, yeah, that's a real-life thing that's scary. If you could have... Well, not if you could have, because I'm sure you wouldn't want to have. But if you had to have a real-life condition inspired by a horror movie or something surrounding horror movies, like, would you rather have something like that Sudden death syndrome? Yeah. Suds. Or would you rather have, um, I don't know, like, schizophrenia? Which some people believed was, like... Like they have delusions and, like, they actually see things. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they... Some people who were, who were believed to have been, um, or reported being possessed... By demons, a lot of those people were found to have schizophrenia. Or like multiple personalities. Or yeah. Even if you what if you had multiple personalities and one of your personalities What if one of was your a pers- cur- killer? Yeah. yeah, what if they were a serial killer? Yeah. What if one of your personalities was a serial killer? Oh my god. Right? <gasps> have you seen Moon Knight yet, by the way? No, I haven't. It's pretty good so far. Is it? Yeah. I wasn't gonna watch it, but I always say that about shows on there and then i end up watching them yeah no it's good i would recommend watching it yeah yeah um or would you rather have like uh like amnesia and then someone shows up and claims to To be be... your husband or somebody and in in reality they're just fucking obsessed with you i don't know well well, well if you had to pick one if you had to pick one of these things that you've seen in horror movies what would you pick what, what, what if you had a malignant twin? Oh my god, no! <laughs> <laughs> Who ended up being a serial killer? Who ended up being a serial killer? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Fun stuff. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, out of all of those? You could pick anyone. I'm just I'm just giving you examples, but you could pick any, I, anything I don't you know want. What, what else I would I don't know. I can't. My brain doesn't work. It's just that what you give me is what I'm picking from because I can't think okay, of anything that's else. That's fair. Oh my god. I would probably choose. I would probably, honestly, probably out of all of those that you listed, I would probably choose amnesia amnesia yeah because i feel like with amnesia there's a possibility your memory would come back could that's come true back. but how much would that suck if your memory came back while you were living with the person who 
was like obsessed with you and like essentially in a in a way kidnapped you yeah that would suck but you're just like eating dinner i feel like your memory comes back to you and you're like it would also suck even more to have a multiple personality serial killer and then just you switch personalities and you wake up in prison that would that would suck yeah that would suck at that point though i feel like death you 100 percent have to get a psychologist involved 100 percent You'd probably, oh, but you'd probably end up in a psychiatric institute, which also really sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that blows. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. What would you pick? Probably amnesia. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah. not going for the malignant twin. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd want a malignant twin. Yeah, no, I definitely wouldn't want one. 100% not. Especially if it turned out to be alive and a serial oh killer. God, I know, right? Yeah. yeah. I'd probably pick Amnesia. Also because I know that a lot of people do deal with those real life situations like schizophrenia and um, like, multiple personality disorder yeah. and those kind of... Yeah. I don't think I could... And Imagine having sudden unexpected death syndrome and just going to sleep and, and just never waking up just you not die. waking up yeah you just, you die. just die that would suck yeah. yeah i mean i definitely i wasn't gonna go for that for sure because that it results that's in horrible. death yeah that's true that 100 percent. yeah no good point that's scary <clears throat> although there there was some cures i saw mm-hmm. there was a way that scientists could kind of prevent it from happening but at the end of the day i think it's about would I want to risk it? Yeah. And would you even be able to get that? Yeah. Treatment. Treatment, yeah. Yeah. It's true. And it's essentially, it, it, it had to do with your heart. So it's essentially like heart surgery. And there's always a chance you don't wake up from that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I think amnesia is definitely what I'd go with. Yeah. Because yeah. I've seen some documentaries on people who have schizophrenia. And it looks like a hard life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Definitely looks like a struggle. Imagine, like, like having an episode just seeing something that's not there. I can't hearing imagine voices. hearing stuff that's not oh. Yeah. Oh, remember that thing I had to do for class where I had oh, to listen yeah. to those voices for, like, six hours? Yeah. I couldn't imagine. And they were saying some crazy shit. Crazy stuff. That's scary. And that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. And what's crazier is that because they are actual conditions and people do actually have them, there are people out there literally living with, like, a a real-life horror movie. They're experiencing a real-life horror movie all the time. Mm -hmm. That's scary. And that's sad. Well, that got dark. (laughs) That was... This is very dark. Speaking of serial killers, by the way. Yeah. We moving on? I think we're going to move on. Okay. Good time to move on. Good time to move on. Because we were talking about serial killers. And now we're going to be talking about... Serial killers. Being related to serial killers. (laughs) Maybe instead of having a serial killer personality... Or instead of having a malignant twin who happens to be a serial killer, which I don't expect happens very often, you yeah, could no, probably, not. probably not. 
you could be related to a serial killer. Which obviously people are. Obviously, yes. Obviously, yes. Yeah. Imagine if you were the child of a serial killer. Yeah. That would be like some cringe. Mm-hmm. Ted Bundy has a daughter. A biological daughter. I'm sure many people, many yeah. serial killers do. Yeah. I think think she's his but Actually, could they prove that she was his biological daughter? I don't remember if they could prove that she was his biological daughter. Ted Bunny has a daughter. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Anyways. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, we know H.H. H. Holmes had a child. H.H. H. Holmes had descendants, and we, re- we both recently watched a documentary about this. It wasn't so recent for me. It was a while ago. Oh, it was a while ago? I mean, I recently watched it. That's probably why I don't remember much, but you can refresh my memory. Yeah. I just remember them digging um, where a library was or used to be. Yeah. So I remember it was about H.H. H. Holmes' grandson. Grandson great, or great? Great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Great grandson. Uh, because he mm. was alive a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago, yes. And this guy was not that old. No. Um, anyways, H.H. Uh, H. Holmes was known as, is known as, the first serial killer of the United States. He was definitely a prominent serial killer during the Chicago World's Fair, which is actually where he found a lot of his victims. Mm-hmm. A lot of his victims were unsuspecting travelers who went to go see the Chicago World's Fair because it was one of the biggest craziest like there were like millions of people at this thing which for back then were th- i didn't even know that many people existed on the planet back then but apparently there did were you sure that was that many yeah i'm pretty sure it was in the millions wow yeah let me <clears throat> i'm just gonna verify this but yeah it was the 1876 1800s at some point. I don't know. I'll, you look up the people, I'll look up the year. Okay. 1893. 1893. Yeah. Okay, um, 20 million people. Whoa! Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. So Chicago World's Fair was in 1893. Yes, and attracted 20 million people that's like the whole u.s population back then right (laughs) no really though i like i can't even believe there were that many people that's crazy yeah it drew that many people which meant it was pretty much a breeding ground for his victims breeding ground something well metaphorically speaking (laughs) (laughs) basically it was it was it was ripe for the pickings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a lot of his victims were women. A lot. Mm-hmm. So, I remember the something about uh, what was it? American Horror Story. Oh yeah. Hotel was mm-hmm. it right? Hotel yeah. was based on mm-hmm. his his murder hotel. Murder hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He basically he built. A hotel that he that people would stay at for the World's mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah, he people would stay at the hotel for the World's Fair. He would he was kind of a con man, so he would take their fare. He would then 
board these people and some of these people he would end up he would end up basically torturing them to death and he was twisted he had plans for his hotel he hired people to build secret dungeons and he even had incinerators in his hotel where he could burn the bodies and then what he would do is he would fire and sometimes kill the workers so that one he wouldn't have to pay them and two his secret plans wouldn't be revealed to anyone so people wouldn't know what was actually going on inside of his murder hotel shit was crazy. I think did they say something along the lines of him having a like fake blueprint as well oh yeah 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 i'm sure he did he was he was a he was a con man he was a notoriously charming deceptive murderer that's why he was so successful at it and he was apparently considered very attractive yeah i remember them saying something about that i mean most of his face is covered with a mustache and a bowler hat so i guess that was back then that was that was that style yeah that was that style yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah. Anyways, the documentary was um, largely based on this great grandson of his mm-hmm. trying to prove how H. H. Holmes could have possibly also been the famous serial killer from London, Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. And Jack the Ripper was another prevalent serial killer. Now, what was interesting about Jack the Ripper and H.H. H. Holmes is that they were both surgeons and both had a, a history in the medical background, su- suspected, because no one really figured out who Jack the Ripper was, right. but it was suspected that his skill set was closely related to that of someone who had experience in the medical field. Yeah. I feel, well, not I feel, but like all of the information in the document documentary was very um circumstantial but it did a really good job of convincing me that it could be a possibility that, that it could have been a yeah. possibility i would have never considered it until no, i watched no, the no, documentary no, not at all Mm-mm. that's great Imagine but i didn't know a lot about like their backgrounds and history and stuff. yeah true i didn't either i didn't well h.h H. holmes i did but jack the ripper i didn't i i knew some things Actually, I mean, I knew I knew a fair bit about Jack the Ripper too, but I guess what I didn't know like was dates. Yeah, like dates, how they cross reference mm-hmm. the two serial killers. Yeah, where their locations were at certain times. So that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, and actually, I didn't know H. H. Holmes had aliases, descendants, descendants, mm-hmm. like living descendants. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't realize he had any living descendants. Like, the guy's last name is Mudget, Jeff Mudget. And I believe his last, Holmes' last name was Mudget, too, wasn't it? I don't, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was Herbert. Herbert something. Ow, leg. Herman Webster Mudget. Herman. Herman. H.H. Holmes' name, his, his name originally was Herbin Webster Mudgett. So these two are not only related, but they're like closely related. Crazy. Yeah. But one of the biggest things when they were cross-referencing Holmes and Jack the Ripper 
was that Holmes had seemingly disappeared for a while. I remember that. Mm-hmm. They they went through like years, like mm-hmm. like correspondence, and they went like detailed, mm-hmm. like month and year, mm-hmm. and um, apparently like H H Holmes like left for I I think he. He said that he left for London, right? Like, he went specifically to London. Fucking cat. He's so loud. Holy shit. He wants out. Okay, so, um... He said that H.H. Holmes traveled... I forgot the years. Do you remember the years or the month? I know it was in the late 1800s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was in the late 1800s. They, so, basically, up until the late 1800s, they had, like, correspondence and they had records. I want to say, like, 1896 or something. I think that's when he died. Is it? Yeah. I think so. Mm. I think it was, um, like, early 1890s, late 1800s. Around that time. Okay. Yeah. But basically, they had this paper trail of homes. They were following him, and then everything just kind of dissipated. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, the killings stopped. Mm-hmm. Killing stopped. Homes seemed to disappear. The US. Mm-hmm. Homes disappeared, but at that same time, the Jack the Ripper killings Started were up. active mm-hmm. in London. Yeah. Yep. And they even had a, a manifest of a ship traveling from the UK to the US and on the manifest was the name H. Holmes. It was H. Holmes? Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a different name but it was an alias of his. Yeah, it was an alias of his and I think there was another alias of his that they found on a manifest I think possibly going from the US to the UK. Yeah. Yeah. So I think let me make sure things are right. It sounds yeah. sounds familiar. But um, the Jack the Ripper killings were going on in London and at the time where they had stopped in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And then I think they, they like, kept the track of the Jack the Ripper killings. They went through, like, the um, documentations for that. Mm-hmm. And then when those stopped, the killings in the U.S. started up again. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what the documentary was called? Uh, wasn't it like H.H. H. Holmes? The American Ripper or something like that? Oh, maybe. The American Ripper. American Ripper, Ripper yeah. yeah. American Ripper. Yep. It was called American Ripper. So yeah, right around the time that um, Holmes sort of disappeared, the killings in London started up. And Jack the Ripper was believed from the style of killings to have done them with surgical instruments, which we know Holmes had because Holmes also had a background in medicine. He studied medicine. Yeah, and I think, didn't they say something about how, um, like, even though he killed them a specific way, he, like used his surgical expertise like somehow to I don't know dispose of them or like 
Holmes did? Kill, yeah. 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 Killed him in some way. I don't know. Holmes liked to dissect yeah. his victims. Yeah. He liked to perform sort of these almost medical experiments on his victims. He would mutilate the bodies just because he was messed up. Yeah. And Jack Thurper kind of did the same thing. He, mutil- he mutilated the bodies of the women he killed. Yeah. So there were some similarities in the way they killed, but some people don't believe that's enough. Some people believe that the styles of killings were too different. Yeah. Even though they had some similarities. I think that they questioned the, the like, like who the victims were because he didn't really have us, although he did, H.H. Holmes did target females mostly. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Jack the Ripper, like, strictly, like, like prostitutes? Yeah, prostitutes mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was mostly prostitutes he targeted. But I feel like that that could be just because of the location in which right. the killings were exactly. done. Because, I mean, they both targeted individual women. And the thing about the prostitutes in London was, he, if he is in this strange city, like London, and he is not familiar with the area right and he doesn't have a huge ass hotel right where he's that he specifically built right (laughs) then he's kind of limited to opportunity right and prostitutes or women out at night on the streets just kind of happen to be victims of opportunity willing to go with strange men very true it allowed him to approach them but there was one woman who wasn't a prostitute, I think. But he might have mistaken her for one. Maybe. One of the victims that Jack the Ripper um, had attacked. I don't know. It, it's interesting. I think there are definitely there are some similarities. There are a lot of coincidences. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of coincidences. Some of it could be explained. What do you think? Just based on the killings alone. Let's just... Let's look at the killings themselves. Based on the killings, do you think there are enough similarities for them to possibly be done by the same killer? Just the killings alone? Like, yes. like if you didn't know any of the other stuff? Yes. I I couldn't say that. So that's a, that's a big stretch, though. Yeah. Because they're two different countries. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard to connect them. Mm-hmm. Two different And you, you wouldn't, you don't really connect, you wouldn't really connect, <laughs> you, <laughs> you wouldn't really connect one serial killer in a completely different country to a possible other one in another country. Like, but you can just make that connection. Just looking at the killings, not knowing what country they're in, mm-hmm. or even who the men potentially are. If you just look at the killings, so killings were done both surgical, both surgical in nature. In nature. However, the women in London who were attacked were prostitutes. They were on the streets and they were sort of surprised attacked mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and overpowered. Holmes used gas chambers. Mm-hmm. And other crazy yes techniques, yeah. Secret rooms, like secret rooms. He used more sort of torturous methods. Yeah, I feel like if you really try to like get into the details, you could make that connection. Mm-hmm. But it's a 
is a little bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. But I think you could make the connection. If you think about it, like, in, in the way that we did, where, like, he didn't have all this mm-hmm. stuff right. in London that he supposedly had, he did in um, Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Um, like, if he, like, really had the urge, like, I don't know why he would have went to London, like, what the purpose was, but, like, if he just wanted to, like, go there and he had the urge to kill, mm-hmm. he would have... Like, I feel like that would have been the way he would have done it. Yeah, he would have had to satiate. Like he, yeah, because he doesn't have all this stuff that he has back home. Mm -hmm. That's true. I mean, it is interesting. You're they both use surgical methods. It is interesting that both victims were kind of unsuspecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were both technically unsuspecting in some ways. Yeah, I mean, technically, he was taking people off the street in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He just had a nice little place to do it. <laughs> yeah. You think that H.H. H. Holmes was a con man, and he was genuinely charming. It is plausible that he used his charm and his con skills to approach women as a client, when in reality, his plan was to murder them. So yeah, it's possible that he could have approached these women pretending to be a client and used his charm to make them feel safe enough to be around him at night alone, especially if they were prostitutes and they thought they were going to get paid. Yeah. Yes. So do you believe it? Hmm. Well, let me put it this way. I think I was with it, especially when they did the composite sketch. Uh-huh. And they had the boss letter, and they determined that the boss letter was written by an American trying to sound British. And I was convinced when they showed the composite sketch of eyewitnesses, and it looked a lot like Holmes. Mm-hmm. But oh, we run into a lot of problems with that, being that... We don't have any solid proof that that is what eyewitnesses could confirm the murderer looked like because there's obviously none of them still alive to Mm -hmm. look at the composite sketch and go, yes, that's him. Right. And when it comes to the letters, it's it's handwriting. We can't 100% confirm that it's, it's not an exact science, you know? Yeah. And I think I they lost me when they did the DNA test on the body of Holmes, mm-hmm. which they dug up and determined it was in fact him, and it was not someone who Holmes had tricked into taking his place. If it hadn't been a match to Holmes, I maybe would have believed it, because that could have kind of coincided with similar Jack the Ripper murders that have been going on. After Holmes' death. Yeah. So, I, I think it's it's too circumstantial. I don't know if I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I was I was with it up to that same point. Yeah. Because that was at like the end of the yeah. documentary. Mm-hmm. Is at the end of the documentary. They made it so convincing with yep. everything that they showed. Mm-hmm. And then you get into that. And mm-hmm. it's like. Well. It's, it doesn't seem possible now. Right. Because if there's a chance that there was another killer out there committing very similar Jack the Ripper style killings, then it that just goes and proves that it could have just been a coincidence. Right. So. And even the manifesto with the name H. Holmes on it, it's not a super uncommon name. Right. Harry. Yeah, could have been Harry. Harry Holmes. Harry Holmes. Henry Holmes. <laughs> Another. Um. Geraldo. I'm just kidding. That's an interesting <laughs> I one. I don't know. That just came <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> just went all out with that one. <laughs> Yeah, I think um I don't think I'm convinced that it that they're the same person. It's interesting. Yeah, it, it is definitely interesting. You should definitely look at check it out. American Watch Ripper it. is the name of the the name of the documentary which is on Netflix, is it? It was on was it on Netflix? Yeah, I don't know if it's on Netflix because I'm pretty sure I recorded it as it aired on TV and watched it um, there. It might have been on Discovery Plus or Hulu. Oh, Let me maybe. look it up. I'll look it up. Okay, so it's on Hulu. Par- Did you say Paramount Plus? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. Yeah. And Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. And also it's free on Pluto TV. Pluto TV. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. You can watch it at any of those streaming sites. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. Definitely interesting. I think I would be convinced if they came out with some more solid evidence. Yeah. Then I'd be like 100%. I think it it didn't completely deter me at the end. Yeah. I think if if they could find a solid connection, Mm -hmm. I would believe it. Also, I saw that... um, the grandson, Jeff Mudgett, he had written a book. So I don't know if part it was, part of it was kind of like overplayed a little bit. He really wanted to believe it. He really did. I I think he I think he definitely did some research that maybe kind of led him to conclude that it wasn't really either or, like that it wasn't it, it wasn't 100% his grandfather, who was Jack the Ripper, but it also wasn't 100% not. Not. Yeah. And they kind of <clears throat> rolled with it and kind of leaned it towards, yeah, he was Jack the Ripper. But it also could have been done to kind of promote his book. Yeah. But I, it's still an interesting... It's still enjoyable. Yeah, it is. It really is. Yeah. So go watch it. Yeah. Do it. How would you feel being related to a serial killer? I don't know. It depends on, like, how old they were, I guess. Like, how many generations back was it? Like, is it going to affect me in my life today? I mean, he seemed pretty normal. Right? He was, like, a lawyer and shit. Yeah. So, he was, he was fine. Yeah. As far as we know. I think if I was related to a serial killer, I think, um... I think I'd kind of become obsessed with finding out as much about them as I could. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely would. Yeah. 
was it? That was it. That was examining when real life becomes a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know. You know what? You motherfuckers who are listening. <laughs> you don't reach out as often as you should. At all. At all. I did have one friend. I did have someone reach out regarding an old episode. Yeah. On a previous episode, we had talked about um, projected dreams. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. said, yeah. I had someone reach out to me, a listener. Thanks. Thanks, Candice. Shout out to Candice. <laughs> Shout out to Candy. Um, who actually experienced a projected dream when she was younger. And I kind of want to revisit those on a future episode and maybe get her story in there. Yeah. That would be awesome, right? Yes. I would have loved to do that. So I think I'm going to reach out to her. Um, if she's listening to this or if she hears this. Hi, I'm going to reach out to you. Hi. Possibly use your story in another episode. We should, like, call her live. That would be awesome. I mean, not live, obviously, but, but yeah. you know, live. I, I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah. I would love to call her. So, yeah, I think I'm going to reach out to her, figure out when she's free, and we should totally do that. I agree. Talk about predict dreams. Yay. All right. Well, that's it for today. Yep. Look out for that in future episodes. And have a good day. Yes, good one. Also, if you're related to a serial killer, let us know. Yeah. We probably don't know if you are. Or if you do, you might not want to tell us. But we're not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge you. You can't help it. No. You can't help that you're related to a serial killer. That's no one's fault. Except the serial killers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Follow us on our socials. Links to Instagram, Facebook, and Anchor are available on the website. You can also follow our website posts for announcements and podcast info. That's all for now. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.